Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everybody to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, once again with Craig and Jeff. Well Jeff, today, you might have to take over most of this episode, as if you can tell my voice isn't 100% there, so hopefully we can get through some NFL news here. There's, I mean, not as much as last week, that's for sure. So we'll have to talk about some, what, some of the transactions that happened, maybe a little NFL draft talk even, a little bit of news out there. We're starting to get a clearer view of what teams are looking to get, who they want to, you know, who they're possibly looking at drafting. So we'll get into that a little bit. But Jeff, we got anything to start off the show? No, I mean, it's it's fun to see where everyone's going, but it has been going a little uh, a little sideways on us. We got we got quite a few right, but some of the bigger names, Romo hasn't been dealt with quite yet. AP didn't resign with Minnesota, which was kind of shocking to us, and now Lynch is back in the mix. So yeah, that's it's, it's a total. Uh, it's kind of came out of right field to a lot of this stuff. Yeah, Lynch is an interesting one. I don't know what to really think about that. I truly didn't see that one coming. It was very interesting too because he's a he's a California native, right? So. Oakland would be pretty much where he's from. Yeah, and he he really could like force the Seahawks' hand here because if he decides to come out of retirement, they're on the hook for his salary, and they would have to either release him or trade him. Like they just signed Lacey, they just they're on the they can't have him do a contract too. So they would he could if he really wants to come back, he can force them to get rid of him. Yeah, well, so, as it's pretty funny though if you think about it because I'm sure. If I was them, I would probably would rather have one more year of Lynch than Lucy. <laughs> Too late now, I guess. Yeah. He probably waited for the perfect time. He didn't want to be there. Yeah. He waited out and they made the signing. And now he can try to force his way out if he truly wants to play. I mean, I don't know if he does. I can't tell right now. But the Raiders haven't made a signing. Nope. So he, Yeah, I'm not sure if they're... I'm, I was kind of hoping to that they would just roll with their two young guns and I could actually see that. I think that would be kind of fun. Um but speaking of Lynch and Seahawks, and now Eddie Lacy there. Um, I just read this, and I thought this was hilarious. We're talking about it right before the show, but the fact that the Seahawks actually have a clause within Eddie Lacy's contract to keep him at a weight limit, and it keeps getting down, so he eventually will get down to about two hundred and forty pounds. And if the two sixties right now, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so just to read this off, I'm just getting this straight from Roto World. But um, Lacey gets $55,000 for every month he meets the team's target weight. Uh, 255 for May, 250 for June and August, 245 for the season, and it ends off in 240 to make sure he's running at the weight that they want him at. Which is, which kind of shows you as well. Um, what all the teams are worried about when it comes to Eddie Lacy because he's a very talented running back, but. He's always been a very, very big back, and he has a very difficult time keeping that in check, as we've seen in Green Bay. Um, so that, that's an interesting one. That's a whole different, whole different realm. I've never seen anyone's weight tied to a contract like this. Yeah, I mean, if he could get himself in the two forties, I think he could be really good. I do too. I mean, man, you you would have to be moving. You'd have to be quicker, like side to side, and your straight line speed. Not to mention, two forty is still a very big man, especially for him. That's all muscle. So, I mean, he would still be. Uh, a heck of a guy to bring down. Yeah, that, I mean, I, th- I think they clearly they're the Seahawks aren't sold on Thomas Rawls. 
I think that's what that's no, showing. And I th- well, they're also worried about. I'm sure they're just worried about injuries as well. Yep. I mean, he's been very injury prone. Yeah, and you saw what happened last year between all the injuries and I mean, Procise. You know, he did enough, obviously. So he's going to be their third back. So now that they have a huge stable of backs, it's just going to be running with the hot hand. I'm sure, but I don't know. Very, very interesting. Nope. See if they can get their offense back on track. With I mean, every aspect was a little. I don't know, a little, a little off last year. But yeah, we'll have some more. But before we get into the rest of the show, just make sure to follow us on Twitter at the FF Profit. You know, check out fantasyfootballprofit.com or send us an email at fantasyfootballprofit at gmail.com. We'll get back to you with any questions you might have. And let's see, what other big news do we got? Latavius Murray. I think that's Latavius kind of the biggest. Murray. We talked about this last week thinking the Vikings could be an option. And I guess the Vikings were the team to go to. So I think he's clearly going to be the starter there. They, McKinnon's not the answer. So it's going to be Murray for sure. Yep. And I think that's a good, uh, I mean, for the Vikings, I guess it's a good pick. You get a younger back. Um, I mean, their line isn't anything spectacular no, by any means. at all. It yeah, was so, ugly last year. Yeah, so you're thinking that whoever's at running back is going to take a lot of punishment. Jim McKinnon's not built for that. AP, as good as he is, he's older. Do you really? I mean, that's probably why they didn't bring him back, I would assume. I was surprised. I really thought that they would just go with AP again. Um, But obviously they, you know, either worried about his health or they just, they think it's time to to part ways. So they bring in Latavius Murray, which is kind of the poor man's version of AP. (laughs) A big, fast back. Um, but I don't know. I, I kind of like the, the pick. It kind of like fell the, into the lap like after Oakland let him go. Just, I don't know how excited I'm about it. If that Vikings offensive line is as poor as they were last year, I, mean, I, I agree. But I think as far as fantasy value goes, I don't think there's any way around the fact that he's going to get a ton of carries. Yeah. So I think he's going to be a running back too, just because of that. And who knows if they improve that line a little bit or if he shows something that we haven't seen before. Yep. I mean he could be a running back one um, on my charts. But yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of slotting him in for a running back too, like a safe a safe guy. That's true. I mean if you can get him for a cheap price, it's not a bad deal. I just Yeah, and the thing is I don't know how many people are excited about him. It's not like he's gonna be some I mean, is anybody gonna fall in love with the Tavis Murray in the in the drafts next year? Probably probably not. No. But I mean you you have to expect him to you know, what, at least near I was near double digit touchdowns. In what, what kind of price would you think in an auctioned mm. style? In like a he's standard twenties? Like, um, I was gonna you say he's probably gonna, he's probably like a thirty dollar back because running backs are I, tough to come back. Yeah. I mean, come by, come back, <laughs> come by. If he's going to thirty, I'm staying away. I mean, that's true, but you have to see who you have already, right? Yep. So if I mean, especially he's probably gonna go at a. He's going to go in the middle of the draft, right? And most of the good backs are already going to be taken. So I have a feeling guys like that, if if they do actually get thrown out their auction style in the middle of the draft, they're going to have inflated values. And that's what you got to worry about because they're going to be the last ones to go. And how many guys can you say are surefire, um, prime time, you know, kind of get the majority of the carries back? There just isn't a lot. No, there's not. And, and the majority of those guys, you know the top three are going to get Huge. I mean, they're gonna. You have to pay for them, and then the next five, you're gonna have to pay for again. So, well, speaking of like auction prices and stuff, if Marshawn Lynch came back, what, what kind of price do you think? Where's he? What is he? What is he? Oh man, tell you the truth, I, I, I'm struggling with this one. I can't. I don't really know what kind of shape he's in, and I don't really so, know. Even, he's in shape. 
I don't even say. know the role he's going to play, right? So Lynch could obviously be the Latavius Murray. He could be the lead back that situation mm-hmm. again. Or he could take, what, 70% of what Latavius Murray did, and then they'll give the others, you know, to the other two backs that they're keeping around for a reason, I assume. Yep. Tell you the truth, right now, I would be, I'd probably put him about, I think he's going to go for about the same as Latavius Murray. I think he's going to probably be a $30 back just because he will be number one on the depth chart. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I, I love Lynch. I love the way he runs. Um, I think that the Raiders could use a back like him, but um, I, he's that's a little too much risk for me, not knowing how they're going to use him. If you know I mean, I don't know. I just don't know enough about him. Um, like in his situation. So I'd probably stay away from him, even though I think if you want him, you're going to have to be paying in the low 30s probably. Well, that's why I just picked him up in our Dynasty League. We saw that. We actually had a uh, 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 a chain or a chain mail or whatever on text, and immediately it was, uh, it was. did you see that uh, Lynch is coming back? And then there, of course, James went and looked at it, and he's like, and Craig already picked him up. And then it was just a bunch of expletives with your name on it. And not just that league. Like I picked him up in both of our in our keeper league and our dynasty. League. Uh, yeah, you're you're really quick on that stuff. Hey, gotta be man. That's I know. It, I I saw it right away, and I was just like that mother. Hey, man, I'm top of that. That's, I get those notifications right to the phone. Yeah, that's jump a, on. It's a killer. That's the best thing about dynasty leagues, man. It's year round. I know. That's, that's what I love about that. What a, that might just be. I mean, you just got a free starting running back. Very, I go. I might have. <laughs> and even in even in the keeper league, you know. You're out there, and you have a keeper league, and Lynch is out there, and you can get him for a minimum price if that's how yours works. Pick him up off the free agents right now if you need yep. a keeper for next year, and get him for your minimum value. I mean, that's Especially, not a bad deal. And it's running backs, people. You really do need them. So that is one heck of a thing, hence why our entire league is against Craig right now. <laughs> if you can do it, do it right now. I mean, some leagues don't allow it, you know, maybe, but if you're able to do that, shoot, go pick him up. I bet you there's a lot of people that did the same thing I did last week. It's a great move. It's it's there's no no risk to it at all. There's you, don't, you lose nothing by picking them up. So could work out very 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 well for me. You know the the time I actually heard Lynch was coming back was that same thread, and so immediately I was just like, <laughs> "You gotta be kidding me!" <laughs> I don't. I mean, I I would have no idea what to expect from him. Like absolutely nothing. I'm not sure. I mean, but if he wants to come back, I just assume he never really had a fall off. Not really. No, he was just. What was he? Was he injured his last season? I can't remember right now. At this point, I feel like he might have been. Philly is always a little banged up. I mean, having a having a some time off can only help you. You would think, right? Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. He seemed like he. Yeah, he really was fine when he ended. You know, yeah. His last season, he played half the season is what he did his last year. He did drop down to three point eight yards per carry. Um, in seven, in seven games, he only had one hundred eleven carries. But I mean, look at those four years before that. He was. Thousand yards season was, right there, so dominant. And he would be, he's gonna. It'd be very interesting to see what happens with him in those drafts. I, I think I'd stay away most likely because I don't want to pay the price. But if yeah, you, and how, how old is Lynch? Lynch, let me see here. He is going to be thirty-one uh, yeah. next month. So he's at old. that. Yeah, he's at that scary age. <laughs> but I don't know, Lynch. I don't know. Lynch looked good. I I don't really remember. Obviously, you said he fell off a little bit, but I assume he was banged up that those seven games anyway. Yeah, I think he was. I don't. I don't remember him ever looking poor. Like you, you can usually see it, and he's not built on speed either. No. So if he is healthy, like if he can take those bumps and bruises, 
And I mean, I can't a goal line guy. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I don't see there any way where if he plays, you know, fourteen games or so, I, I don't see any way that he's not a, a running back. He's too. from he's from Oakland. He obviously wants to play there. Especially, I mean, shoot, he might only have one more season to play in Oakland if they move to Las Vegas. So, yeah, <laughs> get one season in there. I mean, that's all he'd, he'd come back for one year. That's all you. Mm-hmm. I don't see him playing more than that anyway. So, speaking of Raiders, they signed Jared Cook. Does that interest you? At all, or is this back to being Jared Cook is going to be a Jared Cook is now again going to be an overdrafted tight end that people get excited about and does absolutely nothing again. He does this so many times. Yeah, Titans with the Rams, even with the Packers, until he did come out at the end, and now it's happening again. Uh, yeah, it's it was a it was a lovely moment in the sun, Jared Cook. But um, I my three months of of really being excited for you is over. Yep, you went away <laughs> from a team that I thought could really use you, and now you went to Oakland, which. Has nothing to do with their passing offense, but I just don't think he's going to be a star there like he could be in Green Bay. So I'm going to pass on him. I think there's other people with more upside, and he's not flying under the radar. So, uh, say la vie, Mr. Cook. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to spend more than a dollar on him if I get him. And I don't know how much I I mean, it's a good offense, so that depends what they do at running back. Oh no, and I, I love their offense. And obviously, we all know we're big fans. You're a big fan of Amari Cooper. Crabtree always performs. He's great pricing wise. I like Derek Carr a lot. I think you could even improve on the numbers he put up last year, which were good. But for for some reason, I don't. I don't. And maybe maybe it was their old tight end, mm-hmm. Wolford, and maybe they just didn't have receiving tight ends. Yep. I don't know. And maybe that's something that they could really implement. But there's a lot of miles to feed. Um, he's going to be brand new to the offense. Him and Derek Carr don't exactly have a, a, you know rapport yet. And Jared Cook, like you said, he always does this. He, he's just a freak athlete that goes to places, excites people, and then never puts up a full season. Yep. And so, I mean, who knows? Maybe he cracks, cracks top ten in tight ends. I don't see him making it anywhere near the top five, though. And I, I just think that he would be... Um, kind of a, a waste of a of a slot when you could get someone that has way more upside. Yep. Well, let's see here. Some other. There's not really a lot of big news, so let's get some of the minor news. Josh McCown signed with the Jets on a one year, six million dollar deal. Woo! Does that mean he's the starter and Cutler's not going to the Jets? I think that's. I I mean. I I think that means Cutler's kind of. Where's Cutler going to go? Well, he's still meeting with the Jets, right? But, yeah, but I don't. It sounds like okay. Let's it's not be honest. Happen. So McCown, why is McCown, Josh McCown keeping yeah, potential McCown, starting McCown, jobs? Right? McCown is McCown, so I, I don't trust him. If I had to choose between McCown and Cutler, if you're going to spend your money on both of them, I would definitely start Cutler. Like, is yeah. he going to win you a Super Bowl? No, but is he going to do better than McCown and possibly win you some games? I mean, do you have a shot at maybe sneaking into the playoffs with Cutler? Yeah, possibly. Um, but Jets aren't going to win the Super Bowl anyway. I mean, they're just not. It's just not where they're at. Yep. Um, I don't know. It's, it's impossible to, <laughs> to talk about the Jets <laughs> and McCown. Like, I mean, who really cares that much? But I'm um, not excited about them whatsoever. No. I mean, and, who? And look, we talked about this. Like, what are you going to be excited about with the Jets team for fantasy value? Not McCown, obviously. What Quincy Anunua, Robbie Anderson. I mean, is Eric Decker going to? I mean, but I, that's the question: Is what wide receivers are even are they marching out there? And I mean, that's it. Yeah, if they had some deep threat guys and they and they sign someone like Cutler, 
I would, you know, I, I would kind of get excited for like the possibility of a of a steal, just knowing that he can air it out um, and you know throw it deep to some of these guys. It would have been really funny if Marshall was still still there and they could reunite. Um, but yeah, I think the only guy that you're looking at really is I think Decker is still um, a good option. I think maybe he, he'll fly under the radar. He, he's a, a really solid. Wide receiver I think to have. he is if he's if he's there yet and play, he's definitely going to fly under the radar at this point. No one wants a jet player. Yeah, I mean Forte Powell. What do you think? I, was, I mean, I still hold out hope for Bilal Powell. Um, I liked what I saw from him. I think Forte is at the end of his career, but they could cannibalize each other. But um, I, so I, I'm still interested in Powell. I have to kind of see how it turns out for him though. You see the latest news that Roethlisberger is leaning towards returning. Yeah, what is this? Like I heard him, <laughs> I heard him say that he was considering retiring yeah. after last year, and he's coming I mean, back. <laughs> he's always hobbled, so I thought maybe, but yeah, how do we not hear anything about that? And now he's saying I'm leaning towards like no, he's he's coming back. There's it just don't make me hate you, Roethlisberger. Like <laughs> that's just it's a ridiculous thing to say. I feel yeah, I mean he's he's coming back. He's 35 years old, but for a quarterback, that should mean he has another. Three years left in him. I, would yeah, I mean, yeah, he's probably just sick of getting hit. Yeah, that's true. All right, so the other the big names still out there. It's Jamal Charles and, like we touched on earlier, Adrian Peterson. Do you have abs- any clue at all? Where Do you even have the in- slightest inclination where these two possibly could go? I honestly don't. Okay. Except maybe Peterson, maybe to the Raiders if it doesn't work out for right. That's kind of what I'm thinking maybe. Well, the but- only two places that I saw, and I've said this before for AP, Oakland is obviously a good one because it looks like they're looking for a, a large back. Lynch and yep. AP, you know, similar in that aspect. Um, I always thought it would be good. So I started looking at teams that just need a running back, like, pretty badly that could, especially a, a stopgap like AP, mm-hmm. which could have two years of phenomenal production knowing how freakish he is. Um, so I always thought, I thought maybe the Lions, they never, you know, you just, they don't have anyone. Um, no. And they could always use a more balanced attack. They made the playoffs last year, so if they had the money, I think AP would be a very good signing for a year or so. Um, other than that, and it's within the conference too, so maybe he wants to wreak revenge against Minnesota. Um, other than that, I don't really see a place as of now. Maybe if Tampa Bay or something wants like a one-year deal so they can figure it out because their running backs are all over the place. But I really don't know. Um, but AP, I feel like he has a few landing spots. The one I really, really don't know about is Jamal Charles. I think something's going to come up later on. This is a late. This is like going to be a move that's going to happen in a month or two after the draft. He's going to have to take – I feel like he's going to have to take no money Basically. practically. Yep. Because there's just – and I'm, I'm wondering too, I would love to actually see a workout of him because I would wonder what kind of condition that knee is in. I, I mean, do you think people are leaning away from him because the speed isn't back yet and they can, yeah, you know, think, he's not practicing full speed? Or if they just think I mean, he can't take the hits anymore? How how many situations like this do you ever see really working out? Like where these, these running backs that were great and all of a sudden they fall off, they sign a deal with a team at the end of their year, at the end of their career. Does it ever really work out? The ones that they wait this long. I mean, how often does it? I mean, very I mean, rarely. I mean, for I could say Forte at the end of his career, no, but he actually signed a pretty decent deal with the Jets. They expected him to be something. Yeah, and he's the only other one, like Tomlinson, a few years back for the Jets too. He actually, I mean, but, okay, I guess they weren't bad, but they're always they were never anything. Like, they're not the lead, and they're not putting up numbers that used to. So no. it's like they're really. I mean. Is there actually going to be any fantasy value? Well, the problem, too, is they always... Well, AP might actually go to a better team, but usually they go to a worse situation as well because they're going for that payday. So, like, when Tomlinson goes to the Jets, I mean, what do you expect? I mean, you have to learn a new scheme and you're 
an yep. older back taking hits. So I don't know. I, I feel for Jamal Charles. I feel like we we got robbed of actually seeing him in his absolute prime, and he yep. was just freaking dynamic. I mean, so I'm I'm hoping his knees actually come back and. He just gets to prove himself going somewhere. Yep. Um, I could easily see a bunch of teams throwing a waiver at him if um, if if he just doesn't want to take a salary pretty much or wants to prove himself. But I I just can't imagine him doing that and risking his health for no money. Some other news. Adam Thielen for the Vikings. You see this? He re-signed for a three-year deal, $17 million. Could be worth up to $27 million with incentives. Right, good for him. You, you know, he's actually a guy I'm kind of interested in. Uh, he... he Really had some flashes there. I mean, he and, ended yeah, he ended the season with sixty nine catches for nine sixty seven five touchdowns, and that was only starting ten games. And that's not a that's not a massive contract. No, but it's no, no. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like Vikings have. I feel like they have a slew of mediocre talent. Yep. Um, including uh, Diggs. They have who else do they have out there? Who's who's the guy um, that they Treadwell? Did, Treadwell. Yep. So they spend a first-round draft pick on Treadwell, and they don't even play him last year, so you have no idea what's going on. But, yeah, Diggs, Treadwell, Thalen, um, and I feel like... Oh, didn't they have uh, uh, Johnson? Yeah, Johnson's gone now. Johnson's gone? Yeah, I can't remember. I don't even remember who he signed with. Uh, because, no, honestly, I can't remember either. Even, they, they had so many. relevant to me. <laughs> yeah, they had so many. And, you know, after Bridgewater goes down, you kind of have a you know mediocre Bradford coming in. So <laughs> it'll be really interesting to see... Someone like Thalen, which is a taller guy, but it seems a little more like a possession wide receiver. He might do a lot better than you know if if they have speed guys left on you know like a Diggs maybe or something. And he he could be one of those guys you get at the back of your draft for nothing and could be a nice surprise and yeah. fill in very well for absolutely no money. At yeah, all. if you pay no money for him, because that offense is yeah. not going to be high octane. No, I kind of I like him as one of those. Back end at the end of the very end of the draft type players, right? And it, for those guys, I'm really banking on the fact that they have to be red zone capable, because if they're not, they're not going to go for yardage yep. every game for sure. All right, some other news: Geno Smith signed with the Giants. Oh, I actually didn't know this. So, really? So okay, I'm thinking about Geno Smith signed with the Giants. Like, why is Colin Kaepernick got not getting a job? I, th- like Geno I, tr- I truly think I truly and- think all the owners really have an issue with how he conducted himself last. Whether or not you agree with him, I think that the owners really disagreed, yeah. and I think it's turning against him because he's not he's not good enough to be a starter no, on most he's teams. Geno Smith, he could be. Oh, a he's definitely, he's but, definitely but, better. But does he Gino not Smith. see himself as that? He might not see himself as that. He thinks he deserves some kind of deal, some bigger contract, maybe. Yeah. I mean, he, he maybe maybe he's holding out for more money, for, but yeah, from where? Yeah, exactly. Where, where would he possibly go? I don't know. What's let's be honest. Do you really want an issue with your backup QB? No. You don't. You. I mean, owners don't want headlines like that. It's the NFL man. Geno Smith. I'll give him this. Like, he may suck, <laughs> but, <laughs> but the guy is quite like. I didn't hear anything about him when he was riding the bench with a broken yep. jaw. So that is true. Which he could have. I mean, he could have just been there yammering about how. He got sucker punched in his own locker room, <laughs> but um. So yeah, I think that he he might not have a job, but I assume he will get some small contract from some crappy team that wants him to be their backup. But because he's <laughs> even though he was very very poor, he was on a very very bad team, and he, you know that he's talented. And if nothing else, you feel like you could throw him in there for a couple snaps and just have him run around. I mean, 
I feel like at very least, if you're paying him nothing, you could definitely use him as like a trick kind of player. Yeah, why not? Oh, he's, I mean, he's incredibly fast, still has a great arm. He's just inaccurate as all hell. And I don't know. There's really not much other news here. Kamar Aiken visited with the Colts. Not excited about that at all. So Kamar Aiken did nothing with the Ravens. Steelers signed Niall Davis. Ooh. Is he going to be the new backup to the to Bell? I haven't heard. I mean, I don't think D'Angelo's resigned at this point. I haven't heard anything about that either. Nothing at all. I mean, Niall Davis, he's been going around team to team here. It's going to be the, the golden handcuff then. And then, you know, there's not much else. Tyler Lockett's on track to be ready for week one after his broken leg. I was really big on him last year until that injury. Yeah, well, so I hope, I hope that doesn't derail him. I think he could actually still. He's, he's always on my radar. I, I drafted him late last year. I thought he was going to be, you know, uh, my golden goose or whatever. You get him for a dollar this year. Yeah. That's for yeah, sure. probably. Yeah, I mean, you should be able to. And then a little bit of NFL draft news here to end off the show. It says Fournette and Cook both visited with the Eagles, actually. The Eagles have number 14 pick, so Fournette, eh, that's not going to happen. He's going to go before that, most likely. But, you know, I mean, I guess you do never know. You never know. He's a could, running back. That's not that far to drop. No. And it looks like they could, I mean, what is their running back situation right now? Are they like Ryan Matthews? We I, haven't heard. Of the, like what's I don't know there. who they have on their roster right now. I mean, I don't. It feels like it wasn't going to be Ryan Matthews. So I'm. I can only assume they don't want him to be the lead back. Yeah, I can see them getting Cook. I could definitely see that. Oh, easily. And I would like that for Cook in that offense now with Wentz and Jeffrey and Jordan Matthews. Yeah, I think it's smart too. I think I think you have to get a formidable a formidable backfield in order to help you out because you don't want them to be able to just. You know, <laughs> you know, give up the middle of the of the line and just you know drop everyone I mean, back in coverage. Because like Ryan Matthews, he is actually a good running back, but he's not going to ever play enough. Exactly. Like, I'm looking at Ryan Matthews last two seasons. Like this is it's really ridiculous when you actually look at his numbers and you're like, wow, this Solid. is solid. Like if you combine the last two seasons, he would have had 261 carries, which is a season for a normal back. With those 261 carries, he would have just about 1,200 yards. His yards per carry would be somewhere in the upper fours with 14 touchdowns. Wow. Like, it, I mean, he really is good. He's just never going to be healthy. Prone. It's really sad because the guy is actually, I mean, even career, he has a 4.4 yards per carry career. I mean, he's only had 1,200 carries career, so that's like, what, four good seasons for yeah. a normal back? And in those seasons, he's had 37 touchdowns. Which, I mean, so to your sad. point, <laughs> someone like if they do get, say, Delvin Cook, he could be he right yeah, yeah they could pair him together he could, could be good yeah so I mean I, I like that too and Eagles offense really is that really is intriguing to me I think the signing of Elshon bumps everyone down to a place where they should be playing like Jordan Matthews at number two yep. and Carson Wentz didn't put up giant fantasy numbers but he looked really good as an NFL quarterback for yep. a rookie season so I'm really interested finally having that kind of weapons. I think he could take a giant leap forward. Yep. And I'm looking here. Went to NFL.com just to check out some of the mock drafts here. Want to get a little consensus of what's going on. They got four drafts on there, so it's a good way, place to look and just kind of see. Three of the four have Fournette going to the Jaguars at number four. So that starts to be the consensus there is Fournette to the Jaguars. Not sure what to think about that. It's interesting. If I was the Jaguars, it's not where I would put my – <laughs> fourth pick. Yep. Um, and they're it's it's a very difficult one too because they two years ago they were this offense that just aired it out and they didn't really need a run game and then last year Bortles struggled so maybe they're moving towards that. 
Um, I think no matter where he goes, they're going to use him. So I think Fournette will be someone that you're going to have to watch and probably pay for in order to get. Um, but it's interesting. It's just not what I would do if I was a if I was a Jaguars the, manager. The one the one guy who doesn't have him going to the Jaguars actually has him going to the Panthers, which I would like that situation a little better for him. Oh yeah, I would I would really like that one. And then um, three of the four guys actually have Mike Williams, wide receiver for Clemson, going to the Bills. I'd like to see Mike Williams alongside Sammy Watkins. Yeah, finally get. I mean, and then you'd have Robert Woods like taking the. Well, Robert Woods spot, is with probably. the Rams now. He signed a oh big deal gosh, with the that's Rams. Right. Uh, way too big, big of a yeah, deal. Big way deal. too big of a that's deal. That's insane to me. And this, oh, this okay. I'm, I'm going to disregard this guy's draft. This other one, he has Corey Davis. You know, why does he for Western Michigan going number five? I love, I really like Corey but Davis. Number five. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Who is that? Two Titans. Yeah, to the Titans. He has jo- John Ross going number eight to the Panthers. Well, John Ross, the Washington wide receiver, right? I mean, you run that kind of forty, and all of a sudden everyone's yep. going to fall in love with you. So I could I could see him jumping up that high. They definitely have quarterbacks dropping. The earliest any quarterback goes in these is number 12, and that is going to the Browns with Mitchell Trubisky. Now it's Mitchell, not Mitch. He wants to be called Mitchell. Remember this. <laughs> Shut up, Mitch. It's, it's <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky going number 12 to the Browns, and one guy has Deshaun Watson going number 12 for the Browns. I still had a mocked head, but it looks like it is going to be – they are falling a little bit. These quarterbacks are dropping. It's probably good, but I feel like this is always – there's going to be a quarterback that goes higher. It just, I just don't. Every year it happens. It really does. And I mean, looking here, yeah, Delvin Cook in one draft goes to the Redskins. Eh, that's interesting. Poor Delvin Cook. Another draft, he goes to the Chiefs. Ooh, that'd be a good spot for him. It's not too bad. I mean, he I could actually, he could actually take that backfield potentially. I mean, yeah, he really could. I mean, they have solid guys right now, but no one that you know is a game changer like. I've seen him do it in the NCAA. Another one, they have him going to the Jets. Another one going to the Buccaneers. And then I've seen him going to the Eagles. So Dalvin Cook could go anywhere. Yeah, the Buccaneers, <laughs> that's a, that's another good landing spot for someone. They could play right away. Yeah, that's – I mean, who knows? This is still all over the place. And you got Christian McCaffrey basically in the first round in all these two. I've seen Christian McCaffrey go to the Packers in a, in a mock. I've seen him go, let's see, to the Buccaneers as well. I've seen him go to the Chiefs. Looks like uh, the Chiefs may be in play here for a huh. running back. I, I'll tell you, I'm depending on I mean, if Delvin Cook goes to. I think the Chiefs is a great landing spot. The Bucks is a great landing spot, and Green Bay. Whoever goes to one of those three teams, I'm going to be very interested in. Especially Green Bay. I think Christian McCaffrey. I keep saying it, but I think he is such a great fit for Green Bay. Yep. I'd be very excited. I think he could put up numbers right away, and I don't think that. I hope that he wouldn't get overhyped there. I guess. And then Delvin Cook, if he goes to Buccaneers or something, he would. Put up yeah. numbers right away too. I think that'd be great. The interesting one, the Chiefs are an interesting one here with Cook and McCaffrey getting mocked to them in two of the drafts, and the other two, it's Deshaun Watson. Oh, getting Alex Smith's backup already. Yeah. Well, it's not a bad idea. I mean, he's he's getting older, unless it's it's a very difficult one because he's good enough to obviously get you the playoffs every year, but he's always the scapegoat for why they can't go farther. Yep. So, at what point do you cut ties with Alex Smith? I have a funny feeling as long as Andy Reid's there, they're not going to. Yep. But it would be a good it would be a good thing to get a get a quarterback in there, learn behind him because he does a lot of things really, really well. Just throw the deep ball is not one of them. There's actually two of them that are kind of my favorite ones here. John Ross going to the Raiders. That is just that'd be classic old Raiders, Raiders isn't it? Is Al Davis busy oh busy gosh. alive again? What happened? 
Like that would be they get the fastest guy in the draft. That's exactly. what they do. But that would be interesting with him with Cooper and Crabtree. That would be. And the other one is Mike Williams. Three of those drafts had him going to the Bills. This one has him going to the Steelers. Whew. Line him up they with Antonio some, Brown and Mark Tavis Bryant. Can you, they would have some real firepower. That and then Bell in the backfield. Oh, and maybe Roethlisberger doesn't come back. And <laughs> well, I think that's all I got for this show, Jeff. You got anything else? Nice. I, my voice, I think, somehow barely made it through, but it made it through. So Made it. You know, make sure to follow us on Twitter at the FF Profit. Check out fantasyfootballprofit.com or send us an email at fantasyfootballprofit at gmail.com. And we will talk to you guys next time.